What's up, guys? Thanks for tuning into the Waltz in the Street podcast. If you haven't yet, I don't know how you haven't yet, but if you haven't yet, please subscribe. And if you don't follow me yet, please consider following me on Instagram at Waltz in the Street. It's always appreciated, and I love putting out this podcast for all to hear. Now, I've received so many questions and feedback about investing and business and life and savings and budgeting and just anything about money, really. Uh, keep them coming. Our world is so deep, so interesting, so full of different perspectives. And when we truly soak it up, listen and embrace it, that can really open up and make you realize we are all in this together. Now today I am talking about a topic that is red hot, okay? Super popular, super interesting, um, and a lot of people are talking about it right now. It's called mental health. Um, but I'm going to talk about it in a way that I just don't really see too many people talking about it, right? Um, first off, I'm so excited that people are really talking about mental health, right? Let's just talk about how amazing that is. Maybe you haven't had really deep conversations about it, but I personally believe mental health is extremely important and not just that, not just that itself, right? But considering it, being aware of your own mental health and sometimes choosing to do things that improve your mental health, right? Mental health is defined as the level of psychological well-being or an absence of mental illness, right? I think doing things for your mental health, your spiritual health, your physical health, etc. It's extremely important. Uh, I live in Los Angeles, California. It is an extremely stressful place. And I can honestly say I cause a lot of that for myself because I'm working on so many things. I'm a father and a husband. And beyond that, you can find me building, fixing, working, developing uh, constantly on something. Are my videos reaching people? Do people care about this podcast? Are people engaging? Do people really want to learn about how to invest? Am I just talking into the wind? Are my ideas crappy? These things just are on my mind constantly. We are all questioning ourselves from time to time, and that can cause stress. And very few of us are actually doing something to reduce that stress that can lead to, you know, deteriorating mental health. I believe it's important to first pinpoint the things that cause our mental health to waver around and then find steps that offset it and help us get better to, you know, get us to a better place through long-term uh, good or positive habits. Or, of course, we just fall right back in it, right? I mean, really, without some kind of uh, system or something that we put in place, we're just going to get back to those same places where our mental health is wavering around, right? Now, mental health and how to improve it is an extremely broad uh, definition just uh, j that can be used in many aspects, really. For some, it's simply going for a jog, right? Uh, and others, it's watching Netflix and decompressing. And yet for others, it could be working to keep the mind busy and productive, uh, productive by working, working hard or working a lot. Um, etc. And, and a lot of this is really a reaction to uh, our mental health, right? If our mental health is not doing so well, we do something in, in a reaction to it, right? 
but we're going to talk about some things that are reaction items, but also maybe some proactive things, right? Of course, I'm going to narrow this down and build a narrative that I believe is extremely important to mental health. Yes, you guessed it. It is the topic of money. I'm going to use some statistics and logic to hopefully paint this picture, okay? Follow me. Now, again, many people don't talk about money in general, let alone mental health as it relates to personal finance, right? When's the last time somebody ever brought that up? So stick with me on this, and let's see if we can build some productive thoughts around this topic. I believe personal finance, money, and wealth are one of the biggest drivers or sources or just contributors of crushing mental health. At least in our country, I can confidently say that. Now let's jump in. 76% of working full-time American adults live paycheck to paycheck. That shouldn't blow your mind, but it should stick out. If you're in that boat or... Now, personally, I've never really been in that situation uh, exactly. I don't necessarily know what it is like to feel that exact way, but it's not hard to imagine what it would be like or feel like, right? There's, you, you can imagine it. You, you don't want to be there, but you can definitely imagine what that might be like. Not having enough money, as most of us know, can cause an extreme amount of stress, uh, which heavily weighs down on our emotions and our well-being. It's, it's just true. Um, you, your family might have been that in that boat, or maybe your family's in that boat now, and you can see uh, the amount of stress that that weighs on everyone. Now, for a lot of Americans, it's actually crippling debt. The Federal Reserve Bank of New York reported in the Household Debt and Credit Report uh, that they put out uh, quarterly that for the first time, U.S. household debt popped up over $14 trillion. That number doesn't, I, I don't even think we can resonate or fully grasp that number because we simply cannot fathom $14 trillion, let alone a a billion dollars, right? Now, of course, a lot of that is household mortgages. And though there are plenty of things to say about that, you know, mortgage debt specifically is something I'm not really going to focus on in, on this. Um, but but there are many contributing factors that we, we could talk about. But, uh, you know, you, you might derive some of those things, some of those thoughts as we go along. Student debt totals over $1.5 trillion. That's more than... Um, Apple's market cap or Amazon's market cap or even Microsoft, right? And some folks are not even considering it. I know individuals who have insane student debt, but they just keep paying the minimums. The truth is the interest will eat a lot of their money over time, and this will put them at disadvantages um, over time for the future, uh, like 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 building, building credit. Credit card debt has also gone st just staggering as part of non-home U.S. household debt, right? Credit card debt. And we all know the interest rates on credit card debts are just insanity. Whether or not the debt increases faster or slower um, in the U.S. Um, is really not the most important part, but rather the consistency of how much it's rising over time, right? The fact that it continues to rise, right? Credit card debt it's just crippling. It can suck the life out of your paychecks. And yet so many people just pay the minimum balance. For some, it's it's auto loans. It's car payments. I know individuals who, who owe on cars that are literally worth half of what they're still paying 
on them over time. Some people um, here in Los Angeles, they want to look like they're doing well, right? They're keeping up with whatever they think in their mind is success, and they're spending crazy amount of money on, on auto loans, right? Let me just tell you, these systems of debt are not here to help you. It seems like they're here to help you because they help you get what you need, right? They're here to give you an option, but their main goal, right, the goals of these financiers, these, these banks, these credit companies, they're, they're here to make money from you, off of you, and as long as they possibly can, right? And the way debt works, it's not here today, gone tomorrow. It's creeping. It creeps up. It's slowly sucking the life out of your money along with inflation, fees, other bills, a loose budget, and everything else life can throw at you. And the worst part is the uh, most are not taking it seriously because it has a seemingly slow effect over time, right? It doesn't punch you, right? It's It just slowly kicks you over time, right? There are people with credit card debt who will happily go to you know, Target or Walmart or whatever and buy things they definitely do not need whatsoever. And they don't know that they are contributing to their own crushing debt because it simply doesn't really feel that bad. In that sense, some folks are causing their own financial issues and with it, slowly, inevitably contributing to their own mental health issues through stress. Check this out. Several studies show that the second biggest issue that leads to divorce, right, is disagreements about money. Now, for some of you guys, that's surprising, and some, some of you guys are not surprised by that at all. Data released by financial firm TD Ameritrade found that 41% of divorced Gen Xers and 29% of boomers, um, they say they ended their marriage due to disagreements about money. And there's several other statistics um, that are on this. And um, whatever statistic you find in, in whatever shape or form, it'll still tell you that money or disagreements about money and personal finance and household finance causes these issues. That to me is staggering. I mean, I already kind of knew this, but it's still staggering to me. And as a lot of us know, a divorce itself can be very expensive and the after effects can be very messy as it pertains to money. If you're listening to this and you're a couple, whether you're married or not, it's extremely important to talk about money and really be on the same page, right? Hopefully the page of, of um, budgeting, spending versus saving versus investing, etc. Marriage is honestly tough as, as it is. You know, most married folks and of course divorced folks know that marriage is not easy. If you're listening to this and you're you're a couple or, or whether you're a relationship or not, or whether you're married or not, it is extremely important to talk about money and really be on the same page. I know that's definitely, um, sounds easier than it is, but it, it's, it is, it is really, uh, not that easy to do. And that's why you got to talk about it, right? Hopefully the, you know, you're, you're, you're getting on the same page about budgeting, spending versus saving versus investing, etc. Marriage is tough, as most married and divorced folks know. You can ask my wife, it is tough. I am not in any position to tell you how to navigate your marriage or relationships with your significant others or, or friends or family. Um, other than the fact that the topic of money and the things tied to it are a deep source of issues amongst anyone and anywhere. Look, 
If your company that you work for doesn't make money, you'll see layoffs, you'll see issues, and you might eventually see bankruptcy over time. You might, you know, um, if you don't pay rent to your landlord, you probably eventually will be evicted and or go into debt. If you if you don't pay your mortgage, you'll go into debt, you might default and the bank might take your home, right? If you don't talk about money and how to manage it and agree on a plan, you and your spouse or whomever, your roommates or family, you, you already know shit can hit the fan really quick. And as we all know, whether you have experienced or not, mo money, mo problems, right? Just trust me on that one. Having a lot doesn't mean you don't have issues. You don't have the same issues, maybe, exactly as, as those who don't have a lot, but the stress is there, and it can get insane just as, as just the as same as not having money. There are people who make a lot of money, but they don't really uh, uh, save. They don't uh, really know how to lower their expenses. They, they have lots of debt, etc., and they, they're, some, of, some people are uh, making six figures and still living paycheck to paycheck. You, you really don't know. All you see is you, you see them that they might have a nice job or a nice car, but you really have no idea what's really going on, right? So what's my point? What's the whole point? The point is mental health in our society can be heavily tied to our personal finances. And when we talk about mental health, if we talk about it at all, we hardly talk about money. When's the last time you actually had a conversation with someone about, about money? In the in the in the as it as it pertains to uh, mental health, whether it's the lack of having the money or not, I often hear people joke about how broke they are, how hard things are in in Los Angeles. But those same people are shopping at Target and eating out uh, eating out at restaurants like it's no one's business. Okay, if I'm making you feel bad about your lifestyle, whatever, let me take a step back. You already know what I'm getting at. If you're someone who has some level of emotional distress from money and the lack thereof, it's time to change it. The steps are easy, but it's not going to be easy to execute, and only you can help yourself. We talk a lot about mental health, but we hardly ever push ourselves to do anything about it. Uh, in our own lives, it's easy to point the finger and see people who are cl- who clearly have issues, and you know we subconsciously reinforce the thoughts that those issues are irrelevant to us in some fashion because it might not uh, manifest as severe in our situations, right, or in our lives. I'm willing to bet every single person listening to this has had some form of distress in their lives from not having enough money or or having money to spend and use a lot of money for something or just wanting more of that money. It messes us up and it, and it can keep us in tough places. I like to keep it simple. Budget, save, invest. It's clear that most Americans suck at all of that. How many of your friends that you know of have a budget plan? I'm not talking about how much money they have or how much money they make, but really do they budget and do they follow their budget? right? How many family, does your family even do that? I'm guessing you're probably drawing a blank right now, probably either because you have no friends who use a budget or they've just never talked about it with you because you guys don't want to talk about money. How many of you are disciplined in your savings goals? Interestingly enough, discipline can really help us with mental health, right? Ice cream, Netflix, beer, and other forms of, of distractions, whether, uh, you know, everything in moderation can help us let loose and blow off steam and honestly help us get back to square one, uh, sometimes, but that doesn't fix the problem that got us there in the first place, right? That stress, 
you know, when we when we have stress, we want to de-stress, right? But there's a there's a source of the problem of where that stress is coming from. That sometimes would be money, debt, credit cards, school or auto loans, rent and bills. We don't think of discipline when we think of how to help ourselves with our own emotional and psychological well-being. I talk a whole lot about investing. I love investing, and the reason why I love it is because it helps me with saving. Once you know what your hard-earned dollars can do in an investment situation, it becomes hard to want to spend money elsewhere because there's a great wealth machine called the stock market and real estate that has helped millions of people become millionaires over time. Wherever you are at, whatever your money situation, for the sake of your own mental health, you may need to deploy some discipline in spending, budgeting, saving, and of course my favorite, investing. If you're not seriously considering how to plan those things out, whether it's yourself or with a significant other or your family, you could be really setting yourself up for future issues, and those issues can definitely weigh down on your mental health. Look, they say health is wealth, right? You've heard that before, health is wealth. I say wealth and the building of that wealth through the means of budgeting, saving, paying down debt, cutting spending and expenses, and investing is also health. Health is wealth, but also, I believe, wealth can be health too. I hope you all will take your own mental health seriously and to consider the options or opportunities that are out there to really help yourself, whatever that, may, that might look like. And for many of you, that's taking a real serious look at your relationship with your money and how you view it. You might be due for a change, and honestly, that can be pretty exciting once you get to the point of understanding that that's where you're at. It doesn't matter how old you are or where you're at in life, doesn't matter how much money you make, what you do, that all doesn't matter. What matters is that you make some moves in your life. If you need some suggestions or need help with any part of the process of personal finance, hit me up and I'll do my best out of my own experiences to help you out. Saving money is one of my most favorite things to do. Thank you guys so much for listening. Hope you got something out of this. I know I definitely did. And there are so many things I can improve in my own life all across the board as it pertains to mental health. Let's all take steps and of course support and encourage one another every chance you get. Share this podcast with anyone you think who will dig it. And until next time, peace.